if you have 100 people with type 1 diabetes, there are probably two, maybe three people out of those 100 who need to see me, who need to see a therapist who really understands diabetes. However, the other 97 people, they need something, but it's not me. That something may be another therapist. They may need someone who can help them with their general anxiety or their general depression. Um, that may be a podcast. That may be an Instagram post. It may be a blog post. It may be meeting a friend who has type 1 diabetes and be able to just vent about the challenges of type 1 diabetes. But let me just be clear that not everyone with diabetes needs to see a diabetes psychologist. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Kamen. Recently, I realized that one thing that I've never talked about on this podcast is what a diabetes psychologist is and how you can tell whether or not you need to see a psychologist or whether or not you need other resources for your mental health with type 1 diabetes. So on this episode of the podcast, I'm going to tell you all about what a diabetes psychologist is, how you can decide whether or not you need to see a psychologist, and if you don't need a psychologist, where you can go to get resources to help you live an emotionally healthy life with type 1 diabetes. I saw a new patient in my practice recently, and one of the first things she said to me was, I never knew that there were psychologists and mental health professionals who specialized in people with type 1 diabetes. And I wish I would have known this a lot sooner. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that there are mental health professionals who work specifically with people with type 1 diabetes. But unfortunately, there are not many of us. There are a few around the country, but there are some areas of the country where unfortunately, there are not mental health professionals who really understand the intricacies of diabetes and mental health. Let's talk about why diabetes psychology is so important. You know, when I tell people that I'm a diabetes psychologist, especially people who don't have type 1 diabetes or don't understand type 1 diabetes, they usually look at me like I'm a little bit crazy. Um, and they say, you know, they think to themselves, why on earth would people with type 1 diabetes need a specific psychologist, someone who specializes in that area of care? Isn't diabetes just a physical condition? We take some insulin, check your blood sugar, and you're good to go. And the reality is, is that's not the case. Diabetes is really stressful and nonstop. Um, you're seeing your doctor a couple times a year, but the rest of the time you are in charge of your blood sugars, you're in charge of what you eat, how much insulin you take, and everything that's involved in managing your diabetes. And that can be a lot of work. Um, I heard a statistic recently, and this is true because I did the... If you count, there are 8,760 hours in the year. And you may see your doctor probably maybe three or four times a year for 10 or 15 minutes. So maybe for a total of one hour, you are seeing your doctor. And the rest of the time, you are pretty much on your own in making some pretty critical decisions about your diabetes management and your life. 
And so for a lot of people, that that sort of decision-making and that sort of responsibility, as well as the high low blood sugars and all of the other stresses that come along with diabetes, can become overwhelming. And just like any other stressor in your life, you need to find, be able to find ways to be able to navigate that stress and to live and not let that stress get in your way. And so people with diabetes experience a lot of emotional challenges uh, from overwhelm to frustration to burnout to depression, anxiety. Uh, the, really, the, it runs the gamut. A, a lot of those challenges are very specific to diabetes. And so if you seek out a mental health professional who does not understand diabetes, it can make things really challenging. I have people come to see me who tell me that they're so glad that I understand diabetes because I speak their language. They can talk to me about their blood sugars and what insulin they're taking and their diabetes management, whether they're using a CGM or an insulin pump. And I don't ask questions because I understand it. It's, it's a language that I speak on a daily basis. What they find with other mental health professionals who don't understand diabetes is that they're having to explain what diabetes is in a very intricate way, and that's taking time away from their therapy. They're not able to get the help that they need because they're spending so much time trying to get their therapist up to speed on what diabetes is. And that's really the value of having a mental health professional who understands type 1 diabetes. We are no explanation is needed. That mental health professional knows what questions to ask and can make sure they are drilling down to the real, the core of the issue so that you can get the help that you need without having to explain yourself and without having the therapist not really understanding what's going on for you. Another way to think about it is imagine that you had a skin condition. You have something on your skin. And so you would go to see a dermatologist. Now, you could go to see your primary care doctor. The primary care doctor probably doesn't know enough about dermatology to really be helpful, especially if what's going on on your skin is not a normal rash. Dermatologists are trained in order to be able to identify and be able to treat specialized skin conditions. Your primary care doctor could probably tell you that what's going on for you is not normal, you need some treatment, but they probably don't know enough about skin to be able to really help you effectively. And that's the difference between a general psychologist and a diabetes psychologist. A diabetes psychologist understands the nitty-gritty of diabetes and mental health and can ask the right questions and understands common patterns of behavior that people with diabetes have um, that are specific to them. General psychologists are awesome uh, for dealing with general conditions like depression and anxiety. But when depression and anxiety is caused by diabetes and and it's integral into your life with diabetes, general mental health professionals may not have the skills and knowledge that is really necessary to be able to help you. And that's where I come in as a diabetes psychologist. Now, I have a hypothesis that I share with lots of people about diabetes and mental health and what people with type 1 diabetes need in terms of their mental health care. And here's my hypothesis. If you have 100 people with type 1 diabetes, there are probably two, maybe three people of those 100 who need to see me, who need to see a therapist who really understands diabetes. However, the other 97 people... They need something, but it's not me. That something may be another therapist. They may need someone who can help them with their general anxiety or their general depression. Um, that may be a podcast. That may be an Instagram post. It may be a blog post. It may be meeting a friend who has type 1 diabetes and be able to just vent about the challenges of type 1 diabetes. 
But let me just be clear that not everyone with diabetes need to see a diabetes psychologist. But I want to give you some guidelines to help you understand how to make a decision, how you might know if you need to see a therapist to help you navigate the stress of type 1 diabetes. So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, is your stress affecting your ability to manage your diabetes? You know, one of the most common things that I see is when people are stressed out about diabetes, they're stressed out, they're overwhelmed with all of the things they have to think about on a daily basis, and that becomes a big barrier for them actually taking action and managing their diabetes, whether that means taking insulin, checking their blood sugar, exercising or eating healthy, or doing a combination of all those things. When you feel stressed and overwhelmed, it can feel debilitating, and it can really get in the way of your diabetes management. And that's where therapists who understand diabetes can really step in and really help support you and give you tools that you need in order to take care of yourself and take that step. But not taking care of yourself because of the stress of diabetes is a good example of why you might need to see a diabetes psychologist. Because not only is the stress affecting your quality of life, but it's also leading to some pretty negative health outcomes. If you're not taking care of your diabetes, um, that stress is also impacting your blood sugars and it may impact future complications. And that's the last thing that we want to have happen. So seeing a mental health professional who specializes in type 1 diabetes and can help you navigate those barriers and get over the barriers can be an extremely helpful tool in your toolbox. The second thing I want you to ask yourself is, how is my diabetes impacting my relationships? So, for example, are people in your life telling you that they're worried about you because of your diabetes? Are they telling you they're worried about you because they don't feel like you're taking care of your diabetes as well as you could be? Or that the stress of diabetes is making it hard for you to engage in relationships? I see a lot of people where the stress of diabetes is really getting in the way of them doing things and doing and having relationships in their life that they really want to have. And that shows up in a lot of ways. So, for example... You may see people who have conflict with their parents about diabetes because their parents are really wanting them to take care of their diabetes and they're really wanting to push their parents away because that nagging becomes really stressful. That may be a good reason to see a diabetes psychologist. Another example may be in relationships, whether dating relationships where you're just starting to date somebody and maybe you're embarrassed about diabetes and you feel very self-conscious and you feel like diabetes makes you broken or makes you not worthy of having a partner or makes you unattractive, that, you know, how diabetes impacts your self-esteem can have a really big impact on your relationships. Or if you're in a long-term relationship or a friendship and your blood sugars and your, your challenge with diabetes are impacting that friendship or that relationship because of your, because you may have anger issues or you may, you may get overly frustrated and take your anger about diabetes out on people in your life. That might be a good reason to see a diabetes psychologist. And then finally, the question is, is the stress of diabetes making it harder to do the things that are important for you in your life? So the big ones are, one, have relationships, of course, but also, is the stress of diabetes impacting your ability to work? Is it impacting your ability to go to school and do well in school? Is it getting in the way? Because in my mind, quality of life and your ability to live a normal life is really the most important part of diabetes mental health. If the stress of diabetes didn't get in your way and didn't stop you from doing anything in your life, many of the mental health challenges of type 1 diabetes would disappear. But the reality is, is that 
diabetes does stop people from doing things they want to do. They, it, the stress of diabetes does get in their way. And so as a diabetes psychologist, it's essential that we make sure that your quality of life and your diabetes management hold equal ground and that your diabetes does not get in the way of anything that you want to do. If you feel like diabetes is holding you back and that you just cannot get to where you want to be because of diabetes, then seeing a psychologist to help you process those emotions and hopefully get unstuck and be able to move forward in your life and engage in things like school, engage in things like work, do things in your life that you want to do, be active and be social and all of those things, those are essential to your life with diabetes. It can also involve recognizing that sometimes diabetes is going to be stressful and sometimes it can be unpredictable and being able to figure out how to ride that wave of stress, that wave of unpredictability can be a great thing to process with a therapist who really understands type 1 diabetes. But I also want you to remember that therapy is not a magic bullet. It's actually really hard work. Therapy is not a place where you come to have your problems solved by a therapist. Therapy is a place where you come to work through challenges that you're having and to deal with them and to figure out how to process them in a really healthy way so that you can take action on your own. But in the end, if you see a therapist, the responsibility is yours and nobody else's to be able to take action and to be able to do the things in your life that you really want to be able to do. I recognize that therapy may not be an option for many people. And as I said before, I really don't believe that therapy is necessary for all people with type 1 diabetes. It can be helpful, but not necessary. And so I also recognize that there's a lack of diabetes psychologists in our country and that you might not have access to a diabetes psychologist, even if you could really benefit from it. So I want to encourage you to really reimagine how you think about diabetes and mental health and reimagine how you can get support that you need for your mental health with type 1 diabetes. And therapy is certainly one option and one area, but there are many, many other ways to get the support that you need with type 1 diabetes. I think the first one is listening to podcasts like this one. You know, my goal here is to provide you support, to make you feel normal, to make you feel heard, and to give you the tools and resources that you need to be able to navigate the landmines that can come up with diabetes on a regular basis. And so congratulations for listening to this podcast right now. I really hope it's helpful for you. But more importantly, I hope that it's helpful for your mental health to be able to see and to be able to get some tools that you can use in order to move forward in your life with type 1 diabetes and not so you don't stay stuck, so you don't stay overwhelmed and burnt out and anxious on a regular basis. And if you are feeling those things, that you're able to figure out ways to navigate them through the tools that I offer you in this podcast. Social media is also a really great place to get support with type 1 diabetes. There are lots of Facebook groups. There's a huge type 1 community on Instagram and Twitter where you can ask questions and get support and be able to vent when things are challenging for you. Also, these places are awesome places to be able to get resources. If you have questions or you're you're running out of insulin or, or if you need a CGM sensor because you ran out and you're waiting for your shipment to come in, social media is a great place to not only get support for, for your emotional health, but also to get your needs met in terms of other resources that might be available. I have never met anyone with type 1 diabetes who has extra supplies, who is not willing to share because we all know how important those supplies are 
and how scary it can be if you don't have access to them. And so the type one community is unlike any other I've ever seen. And I would encourage you that if you're not active in the top one community, both in person as well as online, that you do so because it can be an invaluable resource. On that note, another great way to get support from other people is by in-person events. Um, there are lots of in-person events around the country on a regular basis. People at Type 1 are always willing to meet with other people and talk to them and offer them support. So if you're looking for events in your community, uh, just do a Google search or call your local JDRF office and see if they have resources for you because uh, meeting other people with Type 1 diabetes is one of the best ways to get mental health support that does not include therapists. You know, some of the best support and some of the best ways to deal with the emotional challenges of diabetes come from other people with type 1 diabetes, uh, people who've gone through it, people who know what's happening, people who get it, and people who can support you through the challenges that you may be having. I want to tell you about another resource for support that I am launching this week, and that's called the Diabetes Psychologist Membership. I've realized over the past year, there are many folks who don't have access to or don't need to see a diabetes psychologist on a regular basis. But what they do need is they need, they need professional guidance to help them navigate some of the challenges and landmines that diabetes can throw their way, especially the emotional ones. So I decided to develop the Diabetes Psychologist Membership. What this is, it's a membership program that you can join, and every week we will have different resources and opportunities to interact with me and other members of my team to be able to give you the support that you need. Every month we'll have a theme where we'll focus on one specific skill that you can integrate into your life with type 1 diabetes. And from that theme, we'll have a behavioral challenge where we will give you some benchmarks to help you to grow and push yourself in your life with type 1 diabetes. Each week we'll have a different type of online experience. One week we'll have a masterclass where I will go in depth about the topic of the month and help you to really understand what it is, how it's valuable, and how you can use it in your life starting right now. One week we'll have Q&A with me where you can come on and ask any questions that you want about diabetes and mental health. And I will give you the support that you need in a very personalized way on that call. Another week we'll have Hot Seat Coaching where you can sign up for 10 minutes with me uh, to be able to ask questions and get um, support about a very specific issue that you're having in your life with type 1 diabetes. And other folks can watch that as I do it so they can understand how I think about diabetes and mental health and they can apply it to their lives as well. So that hot tea coaching can be helpful for both the person getting the coaching but also for the folks watching the coaching. Also, we'll have a session on goal setting where I'll help you set realistic expectations and goals for yourself over the month with type 1 diabetes to really improve your emotional health. For more information about the Diabetes Psychologist membership, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash membership. All the information is there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to answer questions for you. I hope this was helpful in helping you think about what is the best mental health support for you right now in your life with type 1 diabetes. It may be a therapist, it may be my membership, or it may be continuing to listen to podcasts on a regular basis. Whatever you choose, please know that the support that you need is there, and the diabetes community is always here to support you in whatever way you need. We're not going to leave you behind, so please be in touch and let us know how we can support you in your life with type 1 diabetes. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. 
If this episode is helpful, please send it to a friend. Send an email or text with a link to the podcast. I'm sure they'll benefit from it. And you can know that you have supported them in their life with type 1 diabetes by sharing this podcast with them. Please also love hearing from you guys. So please feel free to send me an email to mark at the diabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at the diabetespsychologist. And of course, be sure to tune next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.